Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex with My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, how often should you let yourself have a can of Coke? Um, I'm going to write these next week. And what do you do if you've nearly sold out your I life? I believe that's a, that's a satirical reference to something that the uh, your fellow hot people weird list crush thing, Dishy Rishi might have said I, I've sort of been out of touch with politics but I believe there was something oh. about some Mexican coke oh sorry what he's been on Mexican coke well I think he might have said it not realising what it meant even I know what that means and what do you do if you've nearly sold out your live tour and of course what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss but we're not your usual agony aunts are we William Hansen no we're not Jordan North I'm the catalogue at Christie's you're the catalogue at Argos. <laughs> What's crack catalogue at Christie's? Um, Christie's is a very upmarket auction house. If uh, if someone royal or, or famous dies and they have a big collection, it'll always be auctioned at Christie's. Oh, really? Last week, they sold a Winston Churchill painting. Oh, um, right. And thank you to Stephen for suggesting that one. Oh, that's funny, because last week I got a new ironing board cover from Argos, so... <laughs> <laughs> I yes, I lo- haven't got the uh, Winston Churchill painting, I should just point out. I used to love getting the Argos catalogue before my birthday or for Christmas and used to circle what you wanted. Did you ever do that? No, well, because I've, I've never... Ben, Ben's nodding. I've, I don't think I've ever seen the Argos catalogue. We used Shut to get up. the Lakeland catalogue. I'd get quite excited about that. What's that? Sort of. Lake, you don't know what Lakeland is? No. Oh, you haven't lived. Ben does, because Ben's um, house birthday slash housewarming gift... From me, I don't know if we talked about this. Was I gave him a, a <laughs> exciting gift? I give give everyone. I gave him a cling film dispenser. <laughs> hey, I've got one of them. It's best. They're good. Pound to spend. 
Yeah. Ratmaster. Yeah. But the only downside to those is that you can basically only use the Kling film from Lakeland. So Ben is now going to be very familiar with the Lakeland because going forward he's got to go to uh, to Lakeland to get it. I recently got asked if uh, if I could have one special power, what would it be? And I said the use, the ability to use Kling film because I just cannot. Oh, you need a Ratmaster. Yeah, I need Ratmaster. Um, yeah, no, I've never heard of that catalogue. Yeah, I bet you never used to hide from catalogue lady, did you? I think we've talked about this before. Well, they couldn't get through the gates. Well, back in my day, you'd get stuff from catalogue and then they'd come to your door and you had to make weekly payments. If my mum didn't have money, we used to have to hide behind curtains. No. God, we had them all lining up our door. Catalogue, Avon lady, window cleaner. It was so rough round where you live. Mike Tyson was the Avon lady. Pop man, yeah. Um, okay, who are we going to toast to today? Um, I think we toast to everyone who's bought tickets for our live show. Ah, to our live tour, <clears throat> excuse me, to our live tour G&Divas. Can't wait to, to see you. Even those in Sheffield. We're, we're looking forward to it. Um, if you want our help with something, G&Divas, you can tweet us, we're at sexatmyboss, or you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexatmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply... On his own letterheaded paper, the address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. Remember, if you're enjoying what we're doing, uh, we say it every week, but please do leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever you can leave them, and that would just be just be lovely. Are you sober this week? Um, well, actually, I am. Um, not really by design, but since we last spoke, um, Aman's COVID numbers are ever so slightly creeping up, and so they have imposed a curfew. And basically everything shuts at 8 o'clock. And because we are recording this after 8 o'clock, um, I can't get a gin and tonic or indeed any drink. So I'm oh. on the water. That's a bit rubbish. Could, did you, can you not buy a bottle of gin next time? Offie's open. I mean, you haven't been to the Middle East, have you? Uh, Jordan... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't say I have actually. No, Jordan, yeah. you've been to about four been to Norwich. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's East East Midlands, isn't it? No, no, that's that's um, East Midlands. That's Nottingham, isn't it? East Midlands. Yeah, sort of yeah. another one of our venues for our live show. Um, but that's not the Middle East. No, uh, there aren't really off licenses. At, There'll be there an aren't many to hand. There's not. Just Google Google off license near me, and you'll find one, and then get yourself some gin. What are you laughing at? They'll have an Alfie. When, when you start travelling more, you're in for a real shock. <laughs> no, because I know it's different. Like, in America, you've got to go to an actual Alfie to get liquor. I don't... Yeah, but I, they don't I don't think they call them off-licences, even in America. It's a liquor store. Liquor store. I'm going to the, I'm going to the liquor. Oh, be careful how you say that. Just Google Alfie. Um, off-licence. Off OK, I'll report... I'll report back Can't next week. Can't have you being sober in the episodes. Just be a bit boring. Well, next when we speak next week, because I'm still here, I've got weeks left. Um, I've booked myself into another luxury hotel next week, so uh, I will. Uh, I'll tr- hopefully I have a greater chance of getting some alcohol. This is just more. a bloody holiday to you. What's Mikey had to say? Another bloody luxury hotel. Do you think we're made of money? Got a bloody mortgage to pay for? You farting around in a man. Christ! Looking for an offie. 
Why is the lube out on side? What are you, what are you doing? What are you up to? <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, well, one, one of the reasons that I'm having to check myself into luxury hotels, and I'm, I'm in a perfectly nice hotel, don't get me wrong, but um, the other night during the, the working week, I found myself in the lobby at 1.30am in my dressing gown and slippers <gasps> complaining. Oh, complaining. Because the bar, I mean, it's, a, it's a lovely hotel, but it's a, night, it's a very big open lobby atrium. And so any noise travels. And I'm five floors up. But they, the bar started to have a party. Not for any, not, it wasn't like a private party. They just had a DJ and turned the music up. And I've been here for a month in this hotel now. Um, it's the first time they've done it. And I thought, this is a bit rich because it's the middle of a working week. And the hotel we're in is a business-orientated hotel. So it's not like it's a weekend or it's not like it's a resort. It's a bit rich and no one was answering the phone. So I went, I thought, right, well, I'll go downstairs and halfway through complaining, you've watched you've watched the film The Prom, haven't you, on Netflix, Jordan? Is that we um, James Corden, Meryl Streep, and James Corden, Nicole Kidman? Yeah, I loved it, me. I thought it was class. Great, great. Everyone, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. But there's a fantastic scene in it where Meryl Streep plays this Broadway actress, and she turns up at some backwater hotel in Indiana and demands a suite. And they go, we don't have a suite. So she, out of her handbag, she produces a Tony Award and plonks it on the desk. (laughs) And they say, no, madam, we we really don't have a suite. And then she produces a second Tony Award from her handbag and goes, now do you have a suite? (laughs) And halfway through complaining, I I got the giggles. And it sort of, that sort of negated any complaint I had because I just had a, I just had a thought I could do that with my two Guinness World Records and sort of slap the second one on the desk and go, now will you turn off the music? And it just made me laugh. And thus my complaint sort of had to go away because I was just giggling in reception. Um, but I didn't sleep very much that what night. What sort of music were they playing? Old thumpy drum and bass bush bush music. Right, thumpy drum and bass bush bush music. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded like Radio 1. Okay. And did they turn it down? Uh, marginally. I could, but you, I put my head on the pillow and I could sort of feel the bass oh. coming through the mattress. Oh, I love when you're at a gig and you can feel the bass. You know, like you don't just listen to it; you feel it. Do you know what I mean? When it's mm. like, tss, tss, no, tss, I don't know tss. what you mean. When your mates like, this is class, and you're like, I can't hear you, but this is class. That's what I'm saying. This is class. No, this is this is mate. I love you, mate. This is. Tss, tss. When you can feel the bass. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did love it and I complained. I f- followed it up with an e- a, a strongly worded email to the manager. Oh, can we, can, we, we, can we hear the email? No. Why? Because there were all sorts of things written in it that we cannot um, broadcast. Oh, OK. Not, not like profanities. I mean, I didn't write anything rude. I was perfectly pleasant. Right. Okay. How has your week been, anyway? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Good. Really good. Um, oh, sounds riveting. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I've I'm, I've had a frigging nightmare with me pictures. So I've ordered a load of new prints and a wall clock. Oh. What What uh, are the prints of? Can I ask? Uh, one of them's of Hyde Park. God, I'm so. Hyde Park. Yeah, it's really nice, but it's. I'm currently looking at it. It's Which bit of Hyde Park? The bit with the lake. The bit with the lake. You mean the Serpentine? That's on BBC One, isn't it? 
Isn't that that killer in Thailand? No, no, yeah. Ben, no, that's I think it's on Netflix, and that's called The Serpent. No, The Serpentine is uh, is a separate thing. Uh, it's the lake. I mean, did you, you've ordered a print of it, and you don't even know what it's called. Well, I've ordered it, right, and then I'm currently looking at it. It's in two bits, and I've currently got a wonky clock. And <laughs> <laughs> Some people like that. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> Grow up. For fuck's sake, we're 31 years old. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) And the reason why I've got a wonky clock and I'm currently looking at Mm. a picture in four parts is I bought those bloody stick-on Velcro wall sticker things, yeah? Stuck my clock up. Stuck No more nails. Yeah, no, they're like... I don't know what they call them. I've got them here, actually. Ben, wait there. I they're called they. No More Nails. No, they're not. They're, um... I've binned them. They're here in my bin. Oh, they're called... Damage-free hanging strips. Yeah? <laughs> right. Right. Put them up. Oh, come on, strips. Yes. Come on, you, don't, you don't name the brand. They might want to sponsor us next Probably week. not after what you're about to say. I don't know everyone else is at the moment. Uh, hey, we've got bills to pay. Anyway, I've gone for a run. Come back. They're both on their arse. The picture's smashed. I'm well... Sorry, hang on. The, inter- the internet um, cut out there. What did you, who were on their arse? I said, I got. I went for a run, got back, mm. and they were both on... You yeah, know, they didn't cut out. <laughs> so I've got a one... So the... Pictures smashed and the clock's now wonky. Both on your ass with a wonky clock. It looks like one of those clocks from that picture. Is it the scream? Right. Yes. Is it the scream? Well, no, no, it's no, not. That's a sep- that's a separate thing. I think it's still a munch. What's that famous? I know the melt. I know the melting clock. That's what I've picture. got a clock like now. Actually, that was pretty cool to be fair. So I've had a nightmare with hanging strips. Yeah, Dally. Who's Dally? <laughs> Ben's just texting to chat. No, it's it's but the one the the melting clock is actually Salvador Dali, not Dali. Same thing. Who's Dali? <laughs> it, oh, it's called the persistence of memory. Oh, Ben, did you do history of art or something? How do you know that so quickly? Go- oh, go- oh, we googled it. That oh, Ben, quick, I've, you've just reminded me. I've got a good book for you to read. It's about um, biologists and stuff. I'll, I'll tell you after this. No, it is a really good novel. It's written by a famous biologist called Where the Crawdags Sing. Crawd- Have you read it? It's really good. Yeah, I want to read that, he says. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Anyway, this is making for a great podcast. But can I just ask why you're having these problems? Did you, knowing you, these, these sort of no more nails, strippy things, did you buy the cheap version? No, I got the proper proper version. I got the extra firm ones. Yeah, but okay. So when you put them up, did you? I know you like it extra firm. Um, do you, did you push and hold them for a minute, like it says? Oh, you meant to do that. Yeah, oh, you did read the instructions on the back. Oh, for fuck! No wonder they come. You meant to hold it for a minute. Yeah, it says p- apply pressure for a minute. Because <sighs> I've used them and everything is still on the wall. I'm sick of this flat. I am. Um, can I uh, just just a sidebar here? Um, mm-hmm. You know my friend uh, and other podcast co-presenter Jonathan. Yeah. So on his radio show uh, yesterday, he was doing a phone-in 
like on he does like a random phone in towards the end of the show on who's the most famous person you've ever met and one of his uh, producers gareth when they were chatting about this in the uh, in the in the office said that a couple of years ago uh, gareth stood next to you at a urinal at radio one and that he'd never forget your face <laughs> so that's nice <laughs> did he actually he did gareth oh gareth with the big dick yeah i know you mean <laughs> Oh, big Gareth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you mean now. Oh, I'm so glad I brought that up then. Big boy Gareth, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you've never used the urinal, have you? No, they're disgusting. How are they? They're not disgusting. Oh, I, they stink and they... Oh, I don't want you want to describe some of them. I was once in 110 Club in Burnley. And this is the funniest thing that's ever happened to me at urinal. There was um, there was a singer on impersonating Elvis, and he was dressed head to gear in Elvis. Yeah, and he just finished his turn, and I'd uh, I'd gone into the toilet, and he was at urinal having a wee, and he's and everyone knows him. He's from Burnley, but he was obviously still in character. I went, "Oh, mate, good turn that. You did really well there." He went, "Thank you, thank you very much." And I just burst out laughing. He was still in character. You had to be there. Um, yes, thank God I wasn't. Jordan, can I just can I just ask another sidebar here? And um, why aren't you replying to my texts very often, especially the ones on the group? No, I'm not. Re- I'm replying to your texts, but I'm not replying to your text reference dates or diaries or calendars if you've noticed or replying to any of your emails, simply because I don't want it in black and white. Do you, is commitment something you struggle with? No, it's just that I, I, I didn't... I, yeah, because I'm sick of you saying, uh, actually, or I'll put in the group or an email, oh, I well, didn't because, get this. Well, you realised that actually I was, I was right. Nine times out of ten, I'll put, I didn't get this, I didn't read this, and then William will get up, screen grab it, or something like that, uh, of me... Of me going, yeah, cool, that's fine with me. Because that's what I do, I just reply to text without even thinking about it. Someone I used to work with very early on in my career um, has this wonderful... She prints every email. Pretty much every email. I mean, if you just respond going, OK, it doesn't get printed. Uh, it's not great for the planet, but we were sitting in a meeting many years ago and someone, you know, it was a big sort of client-ish proposal. They're like, no, we never got this. I'm afraid you've you failed you know, you haven't done this, etc. And she just sort of reached into her files and just produced the email where they had responded to it like six months ago. And I thought, yeah, go you. And I sort of Did copied really? that. Mm. Oh, wow. I just thought it was a lovely, lovely move. She did it in a perfectly nice, nice way. But it's I love it when people go, oh, no, I never got that. Or I never replied to that when they did. Oh, Okay. Ben Ben's looking at me in a certain way, probably because he's got a story here. But this is why we don't turn on his microphone. Actually, guys, that um, that happened to me once. I was in a meeting, and someone printed off an email and put it on the table. Ah, oh, cheers, Ben. Nice one. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, it was uh, a very funny moment, actually. Did I tell you I've got a dog? Yeah, cheers, Ben. Nice one. Thanks, mate. I, I I have a girl. I have a girlfriend as well. She's actually real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Nice one. Cheers, Ben. No, she's she's not made up like a lot of people think. 
yeah, yeah, no, 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 Ben, thanks. Back in your box. It's another one of Jordan's good impressions. Um, but do you do you think when the work dries up for you later this year, do you, do you think that you could become an impressionist? Um, because you know there isn't really a, a hit impressionist show. I mean, they tried it with Spitting Image, but that's with puppets. But you could, like, you know, there isn't a Dead Ringers or an Alistair McGowan. Always oh, the. Do you think that. maybe you could do the Jordan North impressionist show? Uh, uh, am I missing out on something? Are my impressions really shit? No, they're excellent. I've told you they're really, really good. The five that you do and you share across fifty characters are excellent. I no, I mean the only one that's unique. I'll be honest, is so far, is Vicky. For, I didn't know how that was going to go down in last week's episode. Basically, my mum and dad used to get me to do impressions when I was younger because I was a bit of a show-off then. And I used to do a lady that lived across the road from us. Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? <laughs> <laughs> can you do, like, if I gave you some... Are you good at doing spontaneous ones? Yeah. If I, like, gave you a few characters? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's okay. try that. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher. Okay. We'll keep it current. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <clears throat> Darlings, I'm running the country, darlings. <laughs> where's my... Sh- where's my- <laughs> darlings, where's my champagne? I'm trying to run a country okay. here, darlings. <laughs> it just sounds double over. The lady, darlings, will not be turned, darlings. The lady will not be... <laughs> Not even the quote. <laughs> what is the quote? It's the lady's not for turning. Rejoice! 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 We have won the Falklands, darlings. I don't think she ever said rejoice. And then what was my the favourite? Other... Yeah, you're going to tell. What was my favourite moment is when when her uh, daughter, I think, uh, gave birth, and she walked. <laughs> she walked. She was coming back to number ten, and the press were across the street, and she walked over to them in a fur coat and said. We are a grandmother. <laughs> sort of. What was it? We have become a grandmother. Oh, that was very good. That was very good. Yeah, well, maybe you and I could do an impression show. Give us another one. Okay. Um, <laughs> can you do... Can you do Patricia Outledge's Hyacinth Bouquet? Richard! Richard! Speaking. Oh, hello. I sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. Can okay? Can you do um, Donald Trump? That's an easy one. Oof. I was the best president. I was a beautiful president. I was the most beautiful president. I had the best economy. Fake news. Fake news. I was a beautiful president. Not bad. Probably your best. (laughs) I might give you some other impressions um, to work on. Right, let's do uh, Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Just checked in on my 86-year-old neighbour to see if she needed anything from Tesco. (laughs) And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Gene Davis, thanks very much for sticking with us. Um... Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Just checked in on my 86-year-old neighbour. <laughs> my neighbour? Just checked in on my 86-year-old neighbour to see if she needed anything from Tesco. She said she did, so I gave her my list. Pointless, the two of us going. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Made me laugh. My, f- my mate's four-year-old son's been learning Spanish all year, and he still can't say the word please, which I think is poor for four. <laughs> that's good, that's clever It's a bit intelligent okay. One more, oh, One more. What are you trying to say? <clears throat> Two facts I learnt from today One, my knob is the same <laughs> I forgot about this Our, our Lee sent me this <laughs> God bless our Lee. <laughs> Two facts I learned. <laughs> Two facts I learned today. One, <laughs> my. <laughs> right, sorry. <laughs> This is class. <laughs> <laughs> Two facts. Are you ready? Yes, it was really about half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love this. No, don't Two ever facts say that. It's setting it up for a fall. <laughs> Two facts. <clears throat> Two facts I learnt today. One. (laughs) My knob is the same size as two Argos pens. Two. I've just been barred from Argos. (laughs) I really don't think that was worth it. (laughs) Well, it's made me laugh. And Jordan, that's made me laugh. 
thank you to all of uh, all of the gene divas as we say who have bought tickets for the for the tour there are a couple of tickets left um sexedmyboss.com slash live and you can see the full schedule um you you text us in the weeks think, saying that you're going to bring your grandmother on tour oh god yeah i forgot about that she asked for some tickets she's never heard the podcast she don't know what a podcast is she don't even have internet she actually doesn't have internet what does that mean when she's coming? Because we can't tone it down just from a Grandma Glennis. Well, we didn't tone it down for my cl- my clients in in Glasgow last year. So I mean, I don't I don't think we should tone it tone it down for your grandmother. Is it which which this is is this the grandmother you sometimes send videos of? Yeah, the other one's dead. What? <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> We're getting silly again. Right. So if it is that grandmother. The dead one or the alive one? <laughs> the alive one. There's, there's no room for doubt there. Um, then I think she'll be fine with, with what we talk about. You, she, she likes a night out in Benidorm, doesn't she, from memory? Yeah, she does, yeah. We had a 70 Didn't she go dressed as a hot dog or something? No, she was um, ketchup. Right. Um. <laughs> my dad was a hot... No, my dad was French fries. My mum was a milkshake. I was a burger. I think Nigel was a hot dog, a boyfriend. Mm, so I hear. Um, well, good. Um, well, I, I can't wait to meet her. Maybe she can, she can be security. Do you think she'd be good as a security guard? You cheeky bastard. No, but from what I get from your grandmother, you wouldn't want to argue with her. Oh, God, no, you wouldn't. Exactly. So she'd be good on security. And lots of people always ask us whether they can come to the tour alone. And, of course, the answer is, of course you can. Of course you can. And there are lots of lots of people that do that, and you'll easily make friends, whether it's with other other people that have come on their own um, or, or people that have, you know, come with their, their partner. Two things I'll say. Um, if you want to come on your own, that's fine. I had two friends that came to our... One in Manchester a couple of years ago now, it would have been when we did Manchester, and they made friends with a girl who came on her own, and they went for a night out with her, and they're going for another night out with her soon, when all this is over. Second thing, if you um, want to bring somebody that's never heard the podcast before, and you just need someone for company, like your other half or your friend, bring them, because trust me, they'll still have a good night, you don't have to listen to the podcast I mean, they'll be the yodding joke. You could tell them, just for laughs, that like, you're going to go and watch you know, a recording of... Gardener's World live, or yeah, or something. Any questions, or some, something sort of that isn't our podcast, and then just sort of watch their slightly startled expression as the tour progresses. Yeah, we'd so much. I cannot, cannot wait for this. I can't. I no. I, it's what's getting me through. Shall we go to the listeners' questions? Let's do it. This one is from Sam. Hi, William and Jordan. My girlfriend and I have lived in our house for just under a year. And as this is our first home, this is the first time we've run into this problem. Just under a week ago, the neighbours over the road from us have recently moved out and a new couple moved in. I've been trying to find out for a while now by waiting in the window for the perfect opportunity to casually go to my car and retrieve my bags for life in the boot to bring them into the house whilst accidentally bumping into them to strike up a conversation. It was just my luck that when speaking to them for the first time that a large wagon went past as they were introducing their names, so I misheard and was too polite to ask for their names again. 
However, here is my issue. I'm unsure if they are a couple or a mother and son. Without wanting to sound rude, I would place her in the early 30s and him in his mid-20s. I've tried to tell if they look alike and cannot find any similarities. I'm too scared to ask the question. My girlfriend hasn't met them yet as she is a nurse who has been working night shifts, so I feel as if I can introduce her to start the conversation again. What's the best way to go about this? Do I just come out and ask if they're mother and son? No. No, absolutely not, Sam. Um, really could do with your advice, please. Thanks, Sam. See, I would say just come out of it because... No, you cannot! No, what you, I'd say, yeah, because then it'll, it'll break the ice and in years to come when you're around at their house getting the pissed at, 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 at a barbecue go, oh, do you remember when I thought you used to were mother and son? Uh, I, I didn't know he were your toy boy. So just say, oh, um, what's your mum called? And... Go from there. No, because really? it implies that she looks old. No woman wants to be told that. Does it? Does mm. it imply she looks old? Mm. Yeah. That's my advice. I'd just do it for a laugh. Just be like, oh, um, is, is your son not with you today? And then just go, oh, no, he's, he's my boyfriend. So, well, yeah. I would introduce them to your girlfriend and say, oh, here are the two lovely people that have moved in next door. So that's quite non-specific. Um, hopefully they'll then say their names. You tell your girlfriend that she's got to immediately go, hello, my name is Sally, or whatever. So hopefully they give their names. And um, then you could say something like, oh, have you, um, have you, been, have you lived together before? Uh, or is this your first time living together, for example? And then if they say something like, oh, no, we've obviously, I grew up in, in my mother's house. Just like, oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, or, oh, yes, it's our first time moving in together will probably give you a steer in the right direction. Yeah, to be fair, I remember in year 10, someone thought my mum was my sister, and I was mortified. So. Wow. Okay. Next question, please. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I have a dilemma and I need your help. That's what we're here for. My friend has been with his new girlfriend for a few months. They're spending loads of time together and things are getting serious. There is only one problem. Whilst having a scroll through Bumble earlier today, his girlfriend came up as a match. As far as I know, they are meant to be exclusive. If the girlfriend is cheating, I would want my friend to know, but there is a chance it might be an old profile or they're in an open relationship. I could cause an argument or a breakup by bringing this up. Should I tell my friend or keep quiet? Oh, this is one of them, isn't it? I mean, first of all, get back on. I'm inclined... The charitableness in me is inclined to say this might be an old profile. Hmm. I, I was just going to say, get back on Bumble. And I can't keep up with the bloody apps these days, mate. God, I'm old. Get back on Bumble and talk to her and see if it's going. Get flirty. See, offer her out for a drink. You know, maybe use a different... Is that weird? Use a different profile picture or get one of your mates to or something. Um, and see where it is. And then if she says yes, maybe... Next time you're out, when pubs are open, just drop in over a couple of pints. What do you think of the whole open relationship thing? And he might say to you, oh, I'm in one. And then you'd know. And you can be like, oh, right, that makes sense. I've seen... I think this is a very a very weird northern way of dealing with this problem. Is it? No, first of all, see if she's still on yeah, there. I think you're making more of an issue out of this. Second thing, then just casually drop in open relationships if he says, no, 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 we're not into any of that. No, because they'll think that you're being proposition. They'll oh, God, think yeah. think it's a proposition. Oh, God, I think this is what... Yeah, see, 
Oh, God, I didn't think of I that. I mean, you could have a nice night, but it's can just... Imagine, can no. you imagine me sat in between you and Mikey one night and just saying, so, where are you staying? <laughs> where are you guys are open relationships? Just not... With, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I didn't, didn't realise that. You're right. Oh, God. You come round and show us your wonky clock. <laughs> I'll fix that for you, no bother, Paul. <laughs> Cheers, Mikey. I'll nail that against the wall. Oh! <laughs> um, mm. um, no, I would I would simply just message the profile and say, oh, hi there, in a sort of like a, oh, it's you. Who says... I don't know if Bumble tells you whether they've read it or not, if they're a read receipt. Who says, oh, hi there, apart from a serial killer? Oh, well, I do Oh, hi there. Would you like to come to my <laughs> house? I can gag you up and... Well, I do Kill you? I'd, I'd be there. I'll be, I'll be there in ten minutes, pal. <laughs> thank heavens, Jordan's not on the dating <laughs> Dressing gown belts provided or not? <laughs> and it was, a, it was a jolt that got out. Oh, how do you like dre- dressing gown belt boy one? No, I'm two. Some bastard took me over name. <laughs> <laughs> I have never ever used. I'm, I don't. I don't even know how many times I can have to say this. It was a joke. Never used. I mean, for starts, you have to. And it's, yeah, yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> right, so you'd say, "Oh, hi there." I'd say, you know, "Oh, oh, oh, it's you," or something to imply that you know you're not sort of messaging her because you think that you're going to be in a relationship with her or, or what have you, but that you are acknowledging it is her. And then, obviously, if you get blocked, it's quite obvious that she's on there and doesn't want people to know if you don't get a response probably it's an old profile um does bumble tell you when they were last active that could be a way i don't know um i'm i don't know the ins and outs of bumble all right that's good advice next question please dear william and jordan and hi to producer ben now that's okay i don't mind that Hi, yeah, Ben's waving, waving. In, in a very manly way um that's fine to, to do it in brackets hi gets manlier and manlier in my previous job I was required to desk share with a colleague I had briefly met him several times but not forged much of a working relationship with him as we were never in the office at the same time one morning I logged into our shared work PC to see a Gmail account had been left open in the browser in my half asleep state I assumed it was my own personal email and clicked on an unread message titled yeah 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 Well, if I was half asleep before I opened that email, I certainly wasn't after. The email contained, to put it politely, an image of a man's little friend. I quickly realised it was my colleague's personal email account, and it was an image he had emailed to himself. Of course, I am unapologetically British, so I marked the email as unread and never spoke of it again. Thankfully, our run-ins were very limited, and I changed jobs some months later, so there weren't too many awkward situations where I had to look him in the eye and pretend I couldn't pick his appendage out of a lineup. My question is this. Why? Why would a person choose to email themselves such a photo? And if you are, for some reason, inclined to do so, shouldn't the etiquette be to ensure that you sign out of said email account on all shared workspaces? Laura. I mean, why are you asking us, Laura? Bloody hell. <clears throat> I don't know why people email themselves dick pics. William, any ideas? No, I don't like what you're implying there. Why would you do... Unless... Unless you wanted it from your phone onto your laptop. You airdrop it. 
Yeah, I might not have a Mac. Yeah. I'm just going to point out there that I have airdropped many photos in my life. Most of them are of napkins uh, or of tea services or of normal things. There has been nothing rude I have ever airdropped. Here's why. He's on one of the dating sites. No, because you just do it on your phone, wouldn't you? Mm. Maybe he's on one of the dating sites or it's a website and he wanted that picture and he couldn't get it off his phone so he emailed it himself and put it on his laptop. He could be technologically challenged. I mean, and he doesn't know about AirDrop or Dropbox or WeTransfer or any of oh, the other God. Um, similar sites. Can you imagine me doing that? Like, You know what I'm like for sending wrong emails? Well, yes. Do you still have your fake account called Rachel? No, now you make it sound like I'm some troll. That was only... <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I do, but I can't remember the password. If you... I need to explain this. We... Do you want to explain it? <laughs> yeah, for the benefit of the Daily Mirror, just to give the article some, some flesh, why don't you just explain this? Um, I When we first started the podcast, the, the Guardian did a little tweet or something about, or it was in one of the articles, that like, email us your podcast suggestions. So ours had just started, and I was trying to get it exposed, get it out there, you know. Um, and I emailed the Guardian <laughs> email address from a fake email account called Rachel. But didn't I, didn't I sign it off as Jordan, or didn't I log in to the wrong account? And it was from yes. it was from my yeah, it was from my my account. So there you go. I'm not like a Twitter troll that has like loads of different. Accounts and stuff. Your Honour. Um, final letter. This is from Tom. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I hope this email finds you well. I have a short but oddly applicable dilemma to share with you. Several months ago, I was taking my usual commute to work in central London, changing at my normal station to join the district and circle line. Around South Kensington, I noticed that I was sharing the same handrail oh, and standing directly next to William and Mikey. I've been a fan of the podcast since season one and would have been delighted to say hello. Where's this going? I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't because I bet you they were bickering. I bet you they were bickering. I bet you. Well, Tom, could you write in? Actually, I really want to know now. I don't think you... I bet you they were... My dilemma is, how should you introduce yourself to people you don't know directly, but whom you recognise from social media? I chose not to say anything. Mm, Respecting privacy and being slightly awkward, so continued with my commute. So, should you say anything at all, or just ignore it and move on? Thank you very much for providing lots of laughter and a wonderful podcast. The three of... I think he's, he's put three, but it's autocorrect. I think that was an autocorrect. The two of you are truly brilliant. Best wishes, Tom. Ah, oh, Tom. I, William, I, I think you'd love being recognised. On, on Don't the say it like it hasn't happened, because you now get recognised every like every five seconds. <laughs> I was trying to be, Oh, I think I William to... would love to be recognised, because he's such a non-entity. That's basically what you were implying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's. Uh, you would have loved it, wouldn't you? If he I said, "Oh, yes. excuse me," uh, sorry, I know you're in uh, in the middle of a domestic. Um, <laughs> I can just imagine it. He's there with his on the tube, and you and Mikey. I told you not to leave that oh, bloody leave out. Jordan's not going to bloody bloody <laughs> end of it now. Uh, darling, leave it. It was a bit of fucking lube. Does it matter? Well, you know what I'm like with stuff like that. I, I don't like oh like that. <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, uh, I listened to the podcast. Oh, see, it would have been, it would have been fine. You wouldn't have been bothered, would you? 
Absolutely not. As, as um, just come up and say hello. Uh, I'm a G and Diva, uh, or hello. Uh, you don't know me, but I'm a G and Diva, uh, or you know, just yeah. As long as I don't look sort of in a mood, and as you know, I'm never in a mood because I'm sweetness and light. Then, 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 fine. Come over. I mean, I, I've said it before. I'm one of the nicest people I know. So come say hi. Um, ben Ben is pointing out that apparently that's how it happened to him. Did Ben get recognised? Yeah, once in booths. Won't stop going on about it. Do you remember when we all came out of that um, restaurant and someone came up to us and went, excuse me, and I went, oh, directions, speak to him. And she went, oh, no, sorry, I'm just a big fan of the podcast. And it was all three of us, wasn't it? She was lovely. Yes, it was. It was the, it was the hat trick. Um, but no, it, please just come and say hi. Be nice, smile, don't look like a weirdo. Um, then that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, if you want our help with anything, G and Divas, you can always tweet us. We're at Sex with My Boss. We're also on Instagram at that address. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website sexwithmyboss.com. And remember, tickets are now on sale for our September and October tour. So go to sexwithmyboss.com forward slash live. Have a look if there's some tickets near your local area. Come and see us, and we promise you we'll put on a good show. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.